Hey, you found us. It's the Ben and Matt Sportscast. I'm Ben Glixman with my tag team partner, Matt Story. And we are in game one of the Major League Baseball season as yes. the Yankees and Nats are playing as we record. Yes, indeed. Yes, yes. For the first time, I, I think we talked on March 12th uh, when the day the day that basically sports shut down. And for the first time since then, we've got a, one of the four major sports in the U.S. is in action with real games. Games that count toward the standings. Mm-hmm. Uh, it feels weird to have a game on that I don't know the outcome for and that the outcome matters. Yeah, it does. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I know. I, uh, as you know, I, you know, I've been watching a lot of golf and I watched a lot of replayed golf in the months of you know April and May and early June. And when when golf came back in mid June. It was kind of the same feeling of like, wow, I'm watching this this round here, and I I don't know who's going to win. That that's an odd feeling. Yeah. Um. So there's a lot of sports news that has come out. We're going to get into it, but first, let's talk about baseball's return. And uh, the big baseball news is the ginormous Mookie Betts contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess the uh, you know there was there was some thought there you know a couple months back when the season hung in the balance that Dodgers may never see him play a game for them uh, apparently he's going to be in their uniform for a long time not just this year I think it is surprising that he left the Red Sox with the statement that he's he wants yeah. to test free agency he wasn't really interested in extending at least that was the story Boston put out right. and the Red Sox I believe among among all of the franchises, one of the leaders in in dictating the local media narrative. Yes, they are. That is true. No doubt about that. Yeah, yeah. Now that he's signed this, it makes you wonder what did what what did happen in it, Boston it does. before it, it does. I mean, the the easy conclusion to draw, and it might be the right conclusion, is you know the the financial outlook has changed since you know February. Or whenever that trade went, you know, and mm-hmm. and I, you know, I, if he's getting smart advice, and one would think he is, um, it, you know, there's probably not going to be a huge free agency market this off season. You know, teams are going to be down in revenue. Um, it, you know, it, it's it's just the way it is. Now that doesn't mean he couldn't have some offers, but you do wonder if he's kind of been told like, hey, you know, let strike while the opportunity's there because the the market may not be what you expect it to be. Well, and another piece of this that I heard suggested is you just watched the terrible labor strife right. that went down, um, and you're heading right into it again. Like, let's, yeah. you know, people are going to be unsure, money. you know, yes. what are you going to do, sign a one-year deal because there's not money here? Well, there might be a lockout or a strike in two years, so... In, in before 22, exactly, yeah, yeah, so... Yeah, I mean, to me, it's it's logical for him, and it's and it's logical for the Dodgers. Uh, you know, it's a lot of money, no doubt. Um, but you know, they they made a big trade to go get him, uh, and I think it was not done with the idea that it was a rental. Um, and you, you know, you you need stars in L.A. L.A. is a is a star town, and you know, you and I have discussed at length um, the baseball lacks stars, um, and Mookie Betts is not exactly you know. Barry Bonds or Sammy Sosa level star or something like that, but he's he's a big name, 
and maybe playing in LA will will make him an even bigger star. Who knows? Uh, you know. But the bottom line is that in in LA, you're you know, in order to gain traction in that market, you got to have big names, and he is a big name in today's baseball world. Yeah, and, and look, you've got Trout just down the freeway from you. Right. Right. You now create a narrative for the two of them for the next decade. Sure. Sure. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's uh, you know, it's interesting that you know Bryce Harper went into free agency, and he got a big deal, but it took him a lot longer than people expected, and he didn't quite get the big deal that was forecasted. I mean, he, he did well for himself, but not as well as some people thought. And since then, we've seen Trout and Betts now signed before going into free agency, and, and you know, maybe it's coincidence. Or maybe it's not. Maybe it's, uh, you know, them learning their lesson that, you know, baseball free agency just hasn't been all that lucrative the last few years. And given that we're having a very shortened season with no fans in the stands, it's likely to be even less lucrative this offseason. So it, it makes sense. Well, we're going to have a shortened season with less fans in the stands, but luckily over half the teams are going to make the playoffs. So Yeah, 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 apparently so, yeah, yeah. I... I so, I, you know, I'll tell you my thoughts and you can tell me yours. I don't mind it for this year because of the fact this is such a short season and you're going to have little, you know, peaks and valleys. And, and in 162 games, you can you can survive a valley and still have enough you know games left this year. I, I don't mind opening it up and having a little bit more of an open space. I hope that this doesn't become a permanent thing. Because I don't think you need 16 playoff teams in baseball. I I absolutely agree. You know, I, Jason Stark, I think, had the stat. If every series went to its max under that system, you'd have more yeah. playoff games played this season than in all of the 1950s. <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> I hadn't seen that. But So are they, did I hear correctly that the first round would be best of three? Best of three and not shifting sites. You just so are just going to seed. the... Yeah. Gets all three games, potentially. Yeah. I like that. Uh, I, I'm good with that. Uh, you know, I, I, if you're not going to do buys, and obviously with 16 you're not, I like giving a, a decided advantage to the team that had the better record. And they are talking about uh, letting the first seeds choose their opponent for that first round. Mm, interesting, interesting. Now, that's always a, one of those things that I feel like is interesting, but I think it would not be that interesting when it happens. Because I think, you know, pick the worst team unless somebody's hurt. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I I just, uh, I mean, I suppose there might be a rare exception. Let's say, you know, one of the five through eight is, you know, their their ace pitcher just got hurt in the last week of the season or their best hitter. And you're thinking, well, boy, we're catching them at the right time. You know, maybe. But yeah, I think more often than not, you're just going to see it play out according to seeding anyway. I mean, short of someone limping into the playoffs, like, right. you know, and, and I think in basketball you might see it more uh, than in baseball because there's yeah. just more variety in baseball in terms of pitching staffs and hitters yeah. and things. But, yeah. you know, like you said, short of a major contributor being out and you know yeah. they're out for three games. Right, right. I mean, let's say you're – Let's say the Angels are one of those teams and, you know, Trout and Rendon both get hurt in the last week of the season and they're out for the next two weeks or something. Okay, maybe you'd pick them. 
Uh, but but even then, I, like I don't know. I I always feel like that's one of those things that gets thrown out there. Like, oh, we can spice things up this way, and I I don't know that it would really be all that spicy. I I feel like in basketball more than baseball, it, it could be because there are matchup considerations. You know, there are. There, yeah. you know, I remember you know the eight seated Nelly Ball Warriors. Yeah, and it's like against Dallas. Yeah, it's like well, we really don't want to run. We really don't think right. this feel, you know, right. fits our game. I can yeah. see you doing that, but yeah. in baseball, it's like it's the same. It, you know, a pitcher works fast or slow, but he's still the pitcher, exactly. and you can still step exactly. out. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I don't know. I, I again, it's it's a uh, it's one of those concepts that I think sounds better on paper than it would be in reality. Um, but you know, yeah. I mean, I, again, for this year, I don't mind it. It's a way to make up some revenue. I, you know, you were. You recall, I'm sure, I, you know, when, when the deal got done for baseball to come back, I was caught by surprise that expanded playoffs weren't part of it because it seemed to me like that was advantageous for both sides. And I didn't understand why that didn't happen. Um, and based on the fact they put it in motion now in 24 hours, apparently from yesterday to today, uh, it kind of lends validity to what I thought. Like, you know, you know, you can play more postseason games, you get more TV revenue, that's more revenue to spread among the pie of owners, players, everybody. This, you know, seems logical for this time around. Yeah, I believe it's. Uh, I saw one report at least that it was going to be a fifty million dollar postseason yeah. pool, which yeah, which is you know, yeah, it's nothing to nothing to sneeze at. So, um, uh, you know, it makes sense. Now, I'm I'm stealing this. I mean, Wilbon said this on PTI because I thought the same thing he did. You know, it's it's fine for this year. But what happens a lot of times is we do it and there's some excitement and, you know, a team goes from maybe where they wouldn't have made it to they get to the World Series, they win the World Series, and it's like, well, we got to keep this going. I don't know that that's great, but, well, you know, I guess we'll cross that bridge when and if we come to it. Um, They were already probably going to expand. I just think 16 is too many. Well, they were expanding to, you know, whatever. 14, right? Yeah. I thought that was too many, honestly. Um, you know, I, I, I just, just think I you can't know. have a season that's 162 games and then have a playoff that has more than half the teams. That's I agree. dumb. I agree. That's just agree. dumb. Just, we we don't need to have a full season then. We don't. And we this don't, year no, we don't I have mean, a full season. Every game's worth 2.7 games of a normal correct, season. Correct. Yeah. So it, it's logical for this year, but I I hope they're able to, you know, ignore the temptation to just keep it in place. But I. I don't trust that they will be because, again, what are we talking about here? Money. It all comes down to money. And more games equals more money from TBS and TNT and ESPN and Fox. And, you know, that's everybody's happy if they put more money in their pockets. Yeah. Um, I, I Given this new postseason news, I'm not sure doing – who we think will make the playoffs makes sense. <laughs> Probably not who would make the playoffs, but I suppose we could at least make, uh, you know, World Series picks. Um, you know, now it's a, it is a complete shot in the dark. You know, I mean, it's uh, like, uh, you know, I'll make logical picks. I have no idea if I feel any way good that they're going to come to true. But, you know, I, I suppose we'll put it on record. I'm going to go with Dodgers, Yankees, and baseball finally gets the World Series it wants in a year where people say it won't count. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And probably nobody at Dodger Stadium or Yankee Stadium to watch those games if that happens. Um, who knows? Maybe. But uh, 
But I, I'm going to go Dodgers too, but I'm going to go Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is kind of my uh, – I'm I, I, going off of listening to some people in baseball who feel like Tampa is primed with their deep pitching to, you know, thrive in a short season where, you know, you can use more pitchers and you're not, you know, you're not having to stretch out your staff the same way. I'm going to go with them. All right. Well, I like it. I mean, I'm sure I'm wrong, but maybe maybe you'll be right. <laughs> I mean, you know, who knows? Who knows? And so you got Yankees, Dodgers, who wins? Uh, I'm going to take the Dodgers like I do every okay, year and have them not, uh, not do it for me. I hope they do it. I, <laughs> I hope they do. It'd be, it'd be good. I know Kershaw went on the, the IL today, which is never a great sign. Um, although Clayton Kershaw might be at the stage of his career to cross sports. He might be at the Tiger Woods stage. Or like he can, he can still give you something, but it's not going to be on a consistently great basis anymore. You just got to enjoy the times that he is something. Yeah, I, I feel a similar way about that. I think he's still a, an above-average pitcher. Yeah. But I don't know and that you'll find greatness every time Yeah, out. not consistent. I mean, I think in bursts, he can give you four or five starts that it's like, whoa, guys still got it. But, you know, he's, he's banged up. I mean, he, he's got a bad back, very similar to Tiger Woods, and that's what makes me think of that comparison. You know, bad backs don't get better they 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 improve a little bit here and there but then they flare up again and you know when you're an athlete you're going to just deal with that for the rest of your career uh and that's apparently what happened to him why he went on the injured list today yeah i my hope if i'm i'm assuming that the brewers are going to win the world series even though i didn't pick it until proven otherwise (laughs) but my hope for my dodger pick is they only need him to make on the whole season, counting the playoffs, a dozen starts yeah. to really yeah. make a difference. Yeah. And so if he can just be really good for those twelve yeah. starts and let Walker Agreed. Bueller be the guy. I was gonna say, I mean, I think you're you're seeing the transition. Maybe you saw it last year that, you know, Bueller's Bueller's the guy now, I think. He's the ace. And and I think, you know, if everything goes according to plan, that's what you see and and they got a heck of a lineup. I mean, they're they're loaded with talent on the you know, uh, so they they should be able to win a lot of games by scoring a lot of runs and maybe not need dominant pitching to do so. Well, and the other thing with this new structure of who plays who, right? I'd much rather be in the you know, if I was ranking it, I want to be in the central first, the west second, and the east last. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and the reason why you don't want to be in the West is to play them and to play the Astros. Right. You know, but they are one of those two teams who you don't want to play. So they are. I I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it'll be interesting. I mean, it'll it'll have, you know, potentially a a World Series feel if it is Dodgers Yankees or Dodgers Rays, like our predictions, uh, you know, kind of like the old days where they haven't seen each other, uh, you know, they haven't crossed paths all year and. That, you know, could be kind of fun to see. Uh, we could see playoff matchups, obviously, that probably teams haven't played this year. Uh, so, in fact, almost guaranteed, I guess, because mm-hmm. we're only playing divisions, right? It's yeah. inner, inner division in your league and then across leagues. So, uh, guaranteed to have playoff matchups like that. So, uh, you know, hey, it'll it'll be interesting to see. I, I You know, it's, it's, uh, normally baseball, I think, is the sport that before the season you can do your picks and feel the most confident. Because over the course of 162 games, the cream generally rises to the top. 
Um, this year, I have no idea. I mean, you know, you could see a team come out of left field uh, and and be like, whoa, you know, the San Diego Padres or uh, the, you know, the Kansas City Royals or something. You know, I mean, who knows? You get hot for, for you know, 20 or 30 games, that might be enough to get you in the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. And that's the Reds are, I know, uh, the Reds stat are a popular head pick. sleeper pick. Yeah. Um, I guess not sleeper. They're... <laughs> It, so they're at one of those teams where they've come beyond where that sleeper line is. Yes, yes, you yes, know? that's true. They they were everybody's sleeper to the point where they're no longer a sleeper. Um, but, yeah, they're they're a popular pick. I mean, that, that central division in the NL, uh, you know, I mean, I read, I read Keith Law's, you know, standings prediction today on The Athletic, and I think he had, uh, you know, Cincinnati – Brewers, Cubs, and Cardinals all between 31 and 34 wins or something like that. So he's, he's got it fairly even. Yeah. It'll be interesting in that division for everyone it will. in Pittsburgh. It will, yeah, yeah, yeah. But bottom line is, it's just nice to have the game back. Uh, you know, I mean, as I texted you this morning, it's about three and a half months later than it should be, almost four. But it's, uh, it's nice to have that opening day feel. It gives uh, a little sense of normalcy. Even though it, it looks different, it feels different. It's it's still good to have it back. Yeah. Uh, let's shift gears a little bit to ASU football, who has signed or, or at least received commitments from, I believe, three different players today. Today, I saw, uh, yeah. Marcus yeah. Embo, an offensive lineman who initially was listed as a tight end from Tosa East here in Wisconsin. Yeah. And then uh, kicker Eddie... I'm not even. I'm gonna assume the C yeah, is silent no and say Zeplicky, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. who's a kicker from Charlotte, and then the first in-state commitment, which is commitment yeah. I believe 15 on the year, is an offensive lineman, Isaiah Glass. Yeah, uh, I think well, that's and, nice. uh, a little a little breaking news as you say that because I was familiarizing myself with the names. Pallard just tweeted a fourth for the day. Uh, Eric Gentry, a uh, defensive end from Philadelphia. Oh my six, goodness! Six, Two hundred ten pounds. Who says he is four thousand four hundred forty four percent committed to Arizona State in his tweet? That is a lot of commitment. That's very strong. Yeah, yeah. I it, I don't know how to feel about this because what we've what it appears we've done is racked up an incredibly large number of three star commitments. Yeah, yeah. From all over the country. And I think that's impressive, and we're certainly in the running for stuff. And another guy who we're in the running for in basketball we should talk about is uh, that kid Mikey Williams. Yeah, I saw that. I saw Um, that. Exciting. Potential, at least. You know, it's interesting because we're competing at this level now for football, you know, our our number one recruit, I guess he's going to play corner, but he's listed as a receiver on ESPN. We've got... I don't know, a dozen receivers who are freshmen and sophomores. Right, right, so, yeah. you know, this might be some names where it's like guys in the trenches who you don't think about. Right, right, but but guys who are important, uh, you know, because, gosh, how many years have we discussed, uh, you know, when it comes to the ills of, L- of uh, ASU football, you know, the offensive line, or being, you know, outsized on defense, uh, you know, and I know Howard wrote something about that recently about, you know, 
they they've made a priority on size and guys who you know who look the part basically and obviously you got to do more than look the part you got to be able to play um but you know it's it's uh encouraging i guess uh you know that we're getting some guys who i mean like this this last kid six six you know that's that's big dude um you know and and so get some guys like that is is what they said they were going to do yeah it's certainly interesting we're we're gonna be one of the uh spark with a q sparkiest teams yeah 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 definitely yeah i mean and now you mentioned it you know a lot of a lot of three-star guys, and I don't put a ton of value on star rating. I try not to because we've been burned by five stars, and we've had great players come from two and three stars. You know, over our years as ASU fans. Um, but you know, it, it is interesting because this these classes, 21, 22, supposed to be the ones where, according to Antonio Pierce, we are becoming a recruiting power. And I don't know if that's truly happening the way it was supposed to. But, you know, I guess time will tell on that. It's going to be interesting. You know, one of the things that this makes me think is we're getting our guys. Now, does that mean we're not swinging hard enough to try to get bigger stars? I know we are now in the running for one of the top corners, um, which getting – that Tommy Hill, who's going to play corner as a right. commitment and, and potentially landing another one makes sense because we're about to lose yeah, our true. top two corners. But it's, you know, it's curious because we've landed so many guys in the last week. I think it's seven guys it's in July. Busy. Yeah, I've noticed that too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if it's because partly because these, Kids are not going to have a high school season, so strike while the iron's hot. Yeah, yeah. Or you know, or it's going to be like the California kids who are just not, you know, not going to have you know the the best seniors. They're not going to play. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. It's going to be fascinating to see what seniors do in high school football. We've talked a lot about it with college, and if the season gets pushed back or whatever, but. You know, like if you've got kids who wanted to early enroll, I would still think they will. And yeah. so, you know, high school football is going to be very affected by this if they move to the spring. I know at least one player from uh, California, and I'm blanking on his name. I'll, I'll try to find it while we're talking. Yeah. Uh, announced that he's leaving to go play uh, at Texas A&M. He's going to enroll early. Really? Yeah. And just roll with that start there already yeah Yeah. Yeah. it was uh let me see it was a player from harvard westlake okay i hadn't heard that but i'm sure he won't be alone in it yeah it's uh at victory vodka now is that his name i don't know okay Uh, Uh, who knows yeah yeah but all right then uh interesting interesting yeah i mean it's uh you know, I know one thing that's been thrown out there, and I mean, we're far from that being a certainty, but, you know, if the college football season were to be played in the spring, could early enrollees play? You know, I mean, if you've got a high school kid that enrolled in January and your season starts in January, one would think they'd be eligible to play, right? Uh, you know, but I, maybe they'll make a rule that that's not the case. Yeah. There was, uh, on the college football front, there was news out of the Pac-12 today that, yeah. that we are going to, 
apparently go with a 10-team schedule. Uh, yeah, conference only. Conference only. You only will miss one team from the other half. Yeah. And yeah. it would start in week three with multiple bye weeks to allow for contingency yeah. for makeup games as well as apparently a flexible championship, championship. weekend that could go any that. of the first three weekends in December. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's interesting, you know. So I, I'm, I'm assuming from that report that they're talking about basically blowing up the schedule as it was and doing it all over. Now, maybe I'm wrong. Um, but, you know, I mean, some teams, you know, like for, for example, us, I know we, you know, we were not slated to start conference play till the 26th, um, you know, so I'm, I'm wondering if they're talking about just taking a hatchet to the schedule and totally new game, totally new sites. I mean, could, could we be playing teams at home? We were supposed to play on the road, vice versa. I'm not sure. Well, and it also leads to the questions of state by state, if California is going to do something different than Arizona who does something different than Utah, you know, will the Utes have to like, hypothetically, let's pretend Utah says no sporting events. Would the Utes have to play a 10 game road schedule? I don't know. That's true. That's a good question. Yeah. 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 I mean, I I don't know. Um, Yeah. There's a lot of obviously unanswered questions about it right now. Um, You know, I'm, I'm intrigued by the concept and and uh you know hope they could pull it off um you know hope we we see what it is soon you know obviously we're at the point where we gotta gotta have some answers here fairly soon uh, you know in order to, to start a camp and have things going uh you, you can't you know you can't wait till september 15th and say okay you're playing on the 19th so uh you gotta you gotta make this happen soon and you know, you and I have had plenty of criticism of the Pac-12 over the past few years, and I think most of it deserved. So let's just say I'm not overly optimistic they're going to do this and do it right, but, you know, uh, cautiously so based on what I read today. Um, the, the last big piece of news today for me was the names news. We've got two new sports uh, franchise names, Seattle yes. Hockey is the Seattle Kraken. The 32nd NHL franchise will be the Kraken. Uh, I think their logo looks kind of cool. I think their color scheme is nice. It's a nice blend of Seahawks and Mariners. Yeah, I don't mind it. I mean, it's a little weird. The the name is a little weird, but I I don't know if I've said this to you. I know I've thought it. It, You know, I think every new nickname gets criticized now it seems like because of you know the, the way the social media world is and everybody likes to just make fun of everything um and you know and you look at some of the nicknames that exist and that we're just used to and if they started today we'd probably be like well that's dumb like who would who would name a team the new york knicks that's a stupid nickname but you know because it's old we're like oh yeah knicks. well or how about so, we we've named the team the maple leafs it's right, a leaf right it is a leaf right. from a tree. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Uh, so uh, I I I like it. I think it's kind of cool. You know. And and uh, you know, hey, it'll be it'll be good to see Seattle get that team, and and hopefully someday in the not too distant future they get an NBA team back, and we can see the Sonics come back uh, because they should have an NBA team. And I'm hoping with the arena uh, that you know which was the big reason that that team left that, you know, they'll 
maybe someday the NBA will stop using them like the, you know, the girlfriend they could always go back to. Basically. Like the NFL um, with Vegas? You finally <laughs> just pull the trigger? Yes, yes, yes. You know, like it would be, they, they came so close to getting the Kings. Uh, they were rumored to get the Bucks. I know, you know, mm-hmm. for a short time there, um, it, you know, and, and uh, I think they deserve a team. Um, I'm not sure the NBA needs to expand, but at the same time, maybe it's okay. You know, maybe go to 32. Um, and yeah, Vegas makes sense as a, as a 30 seconds. I think there's plenty of room there to have a team. And it's been a hot market, uh, you know, for hockey, obviously. So uh, plenty like of arenas, plenty of, uh, reason oh, yeah. to go plus oh, a game. Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, I mean, I, I would, I'm glad to see Seattle get that team. I know that the team has been in place for a while now that they were getting it, but cool on that part. The other team named news of the day, I can't help but just roll my eyes and, exhaustion so the washington football team has decided to play this season as the washington football team the washington football team yeah 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 uh, i don't even know what to say uh, it seems they should have just kept the redskins in the year like you know as far as i'm concerned just keep the redskins and change it after the year if you want to i guess it seems like daniel snyder can't help but make people mad, you know? Yeah, and, and I do wonder, the cynical side of me wonders if this is a little bit of a way to keep the Redskins name out there just a little longer. And well, I they said they're trying to get rid of their digital and social media by they then. They are, they are, and, <laughs> and, you know, and I get that. Um, more from the standpoint of just people in conversation, because people are not going to refer to them as the Washington football team. They're not. If, if we have an NFL season and, you know, and I hope we will, and, and you and I do our preseason predictions, I will refer to them as the Redskins. It just will happen. That's just going to be the way. And, and so not having a name makes it more likely that that will stay out there in, in conversation, at least. Yeah. I think that it's dumb. Too. Just name yourselves the Washington Lavar Arringtons for a year, like whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just feel like you know, just you know, don't, don't get rid of the nickname if you don't have another one chosen. That, that's my first thought. Like you know, don't say. I mean, they, they did it because they bowed to pressure to say, okay, we're going to get rid of the nickname. Uh, don't do it unless you have another one chosen. And you know, not having one is just dumb to me just ultimately dumb yeah it's uh it's weak it's uh i think you're right it's not an accident it's intentional to not come up with a new name i mean we're gonna keep it now we're gonna keep the same color scheme and i'm glad I'm very glad they're keeping the same color scheme. And I hope even with a new nickname, they keep the same color scheme. The color scheme's awesome. Uh, you know, like, do not do a Washington Bullets, Washington Wizards. The Bullets had great colors. They had a great look. And the Wizards have never come close to capturing that same feel. Yeah, I think... Uh, I think there's not much chance they won't do it. Now, my question is, during the season... They always show the owners or the team presidents in the owner's right. box. Will right. he be wearing a Washington professional football team shirt? Who knows? Or Who wearing, knows? you know, I'm just Wouldn't very be surprising if, if he's wearing Redskins gear. 
um, you know, uh, but who knows? It, I guess it depends on how um, antagonistic, I suppose, he wants to be. Uh, he's kind of on his heels right now with the whole, you know, sexual harassment story that came out, which on that note, you know, I don't know if you read, but boy, the rumors about that story made it seem like it was going to be a whole lot more salacious than it turned out to be. It's a bad thing, though. I and mean, it's, it's just a bad a, thing. It's but just boy, being the, the rumors were like, you know, it was going to come out that he was he was directly involved in prostitution, drug use. I mean, like, you know, everything under the sun was rumored. And then I read it, and I'm like, that's it? Uh, you know, it kind of let me down here. I was, I was expecting, like, Animal House meets, uh, you know, Taxi Cab Confessions. Yeah, I think that we're... I, I think that we're just witnessing the end of Daniel Snyder, and it's just now a question of is it going to be willingly and the NFL doesn't step in, or does Goodell actually have to step in and say, look, yeah, you got him, you know, and maybe, will we hear about maybe. it? Like, look, clearly, one thing we're learning about this, and, and I think it was a valid point on the number of different takes I've heard of it. Yeah. What's going on now has shown us each of the three commissioners and how each of the three leagues operates. Yeah. And, you know, when Adam Silver came out with the Clippers and basically said, that's it. You're done. You're, you don't come back to this, the arena and we'll, we'll sell it for the highest bidder, but you're done. And I don't know that Goodell would ever be able to do that. Not but based I hope on this, so. I don't believe. Like, I, I mean, I don't. Like, because he's not directly implicated in it. He's not. I mean, like, okay, he, you know, there's there's some stories about people that worked for him. But this is the college great. major infraction. It is. It you know, is, this and, is you know, lack of lack of control. I suppose. I mean, I I see what you're saying. I'm not totally disagreeing with you. But I just, uh, like, uh, you know, and, and let me tell you, I can't stand this guy that I'm about to quote. Cannot stand it, and I hate having to dis- having to say I agree with him. But I read that Darren Ravel, after the story came out, said, you know, hate to break it to you, but this is not going to be enough to take down Dan Snyder. And I, I had to agree. It's not. I just don't see that it is. Uh, the, you know, maybe there'll be more to it, and then you add it to the pile, and it might be. But I don't see that that is. This is basically what was reported about Mark Cuban and the Dallas Mavericks. And he's still going strong. He took some actions. They fired some people. They did some things. And, and you know, that was that. And, and so I just I don't know that it's going to be that different. Yeah. And, again, I absolutely hate to say I agree with Darren Ravel about anything. Well, I'm sorry that it had to come to this for you. <laughs> I mean, as, as the uh, – the former lieutenant on NYPD Blue, Arthur Fancy, said, even a stop clock is right twice a day. And in this case, he was the stop clock that was right twice a day. So, Matt, you have been very frustrated by the lack of sports. You now have preseason basketball. I know. Regular season baseball. Yes. And you're heading right down the barrel of hockey. Yep. How excited are you now? How are you feeling now? Pretty excited. Pretty much. I mean, let me say this. I watched the beginning of Yankees-Nats 
And then I turned to NBA TV and I watched a few minutes of Lakers Mavs. And I thought, this feels right. This feels right that I have to choose between baseball and basketball and soon hockey as well. Uh, and, and golf was on to like, I was watching golf this afternoon and I read on Twitter something about the Blazers. And I thought the Blazers are on NBA TV. I should watch some of that. Like uh, I, I've missed that. And, and it's, uh, it's nice to have it back. And you know, when they all get going for real, it'll be even nicer. It's certainly fun to, to turn on baseball and care. Like, it is. It you is. Know, I, I, one thing. Well, go ahead, and then I'll, I'll tell you what I was going to say. Well, I threw on the Brewers White Sox scrimmage yesterday. Right. Yeah. And at the at the end of it, you know, the Brewers hit in the top of the ninth. They were leading, and Brian Anderson came on. He's like, and I believe that's it. Uh, the Brewers <laughs> are out of pitchers. The White Sox don't need anyone else to get any more work. So uh, yeah. that's the game. Yeah. Brewers win. It's like, did they? <laughs> Well, yeah, I saw a similar. I watched uh, some of Angels Padres on I think Monday or Tuesday night, and and the game ended with the Angels up one nothing, and then they came back and decided to play extra innings to get some practice at playing extra innings. I'm like, okay, that's a little weird, but whatever, uh, you know. But hey, it's preseason. Have some fun with it. But yeah, it's it's nice now that it's like, okay, we know when the game ends and who's the winner, and you're not gonna be like, well, let's play on or let's just end early. Yeah. Someone actually has to win this game. Yes, yes. And I, I'll tell you what I'm excited for, and it may not happen tonight. I may watch the Dodgers and Giants, but the feeling of waking up in the morning and checking the score of a game that was still going when I went to bed, it's been a long time since that's been the case. And, and you know, on the on the West Coast, I'm sure you have it even more. You know, you got the games that go late, and it's like, you know, you end up falling asleep before it's over, and you grab your phone and look at who won that game. I've missed that feeling. And I'm very anxious for it. Well, I've got the MLB like streaming radio through my phone, through the MLB okay. app. And I'm glad, even if it's only for a third of the year, that I get to listen to the West Coast games as I get ready for bed. You know, right, right. exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's those little things that you miss about sports. I mean, yeah, I miss the playoffs and I miss the who's going to go to the – postseason and who's going to win the championship and all that but it, you know like I for years and years and years when during basketball season during baseball season hockey even football sometimes in college football you know you, you fall asleep you wake up in the morning and I, I gotta see who won that game and for the last four months I've not had that rush at all so I'm looking forward to that I'm pumped and I'm pumped for you Yes, yes. Well, I mean, I know you're a bigger baseball fan than me, um, and so I'm I'm glad it's it's back and that you're watching and and that we we get to uh, enjoy a little of America's pastime, as they say. Yeah. Well, we'll have a lot more sports to talk about and a lot less just talking yes. moving forward. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Hopefully, uh, fingers crossed, we at least have an NFL season. And so, you know, we can we can just transition right into NFL when these sports are done. Until next time, he's Matt. I'm Ben. It's the Ben and Matt Sportscast.